You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Chronic Collins broadcast by the Flawless Noises Media Network. I can't type, talk. I can't type. I can't talk or type. I can't talk to type because I'm country. Um, anyway, uh, yes, this is the Chronic Collins podcast brought to you by the Flawless Noises Media Network. Get to know our sound. Episode number 201. Coming to you on April 15, 2019, or at some point in the future. I am one half of your hosting team. My name is Bianca, a.k.a. Tall Bianca X1 on Twitter, a.k.a. Baritone B, a.k.a. Firm Handshake, a.k.a. Not So Little Miss One, Drop Wonder, a.k.a. DJ No BS, actual DJ name, because I'm not fucking around with these fucking rounds on the turntables, and trust me, I got a set list going for tonight. I'm playing strictly 80s and 90s stuff. I'm not playing Mobamba. I'm not playing no DJ Muzzled on the Beat, ho. I'm not playing none of that shit. Stop asking me. Read the room. <laughs> AKA Tiny Tall on TCK, all the heels around me, AKA Easy Beasy Lemon Squeezy, Frequent Upscale Music References, AKA 504 Ever, Hardly Home, but Always Rapping, AKA The Only Shoes I Wear, With Laces Tie Up My Calves, AKA Shame to Like in Your Pictures from Instagram back in 2016. I don't know, they don't even say how many weeks ago it was anymore, but I don't give a fuck. You look good, then you look good now. Someone like your picture. AKA never too good for a bowl of hamburger helper. AKA six foot one if a man height checks me so that his insecurities can just come pouring out. Talking about some, oh, well, I'm six two, so you got to be at least six five. No, no, I'm six one. Sorry, you're under six feet. Hate to break it to you, pal. <laughs> AKA six six on WNBA roster. AKA seven feet with hand heels. AKA baby. I think Tigerback, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? He's just here now. That's what matters most. And I'm joined as always by the inimitable. Hello everyone, I am Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Niggy Ray Cyrus, aka Lil Niggy X, aka Winter is here, bitch, aka Team Night King, aka aka Please Leave Us Alone, aka Um Get with the Winning Team Ho, aka Don't Be a Greater Ho, Be a Greater Ho and Not a Hater Ho, aka The Jordan of Jorts. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that was unexpected. But yes, uh, Jeremy has been pictured in jorts recently. Um, find him on Instagram and find his pictures of him in his jorts. And you know what? Jorts, just climb the white flocks with the black shoes. That's all. You know what the, the 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 real gag of that was? Like I ain't even playing for like I just thought them the motherfuckers were some regular ass shorts. I ain't know they were gonna come down that goddamn low. I was like, I well, when I was. Before I took the picture, I was like, I know you fucking lying, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I thought I was cute, but apparently y'all niggas said, fuck that shit. But you know what? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. If you Listen, I'm not above being joked on. Just make sure the jokes are funny. That's all I ask. Same. <laughs> it's fine. I, you can't defeat me with how high you were training jokes because, like, I mean, yeah. That's a true sentence. I am trans, but you know, whatever. You're using a using the slur to make your point. So now you're not funny and you're being ridiculous. But yeah, no. You can get these right. jokes off. Yeah. Clown clown the right way, damn it. Anyway. Um right. Oh, one more AKA. AKA somewhere right now, Brand is telling all your goddamn business. See, you gotta you gotta write your AKs down somewhere. Like 
go back and listen to this episode and write them all down in the notes app like I did. And um, <laughs> listen, that, that shit just, just came to me. It really came to me because I just oh having to open Twitter. Somebody was making a brand joke, so that's why I said it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually follow Game of Thrones jokes now because I watched for the first time last night. That's right, season eight, episode one was my introduction to Game of Thrones. I didn't go back and watch the old episodes. I didn't go read no Wikipedia articles. I didn't do none of that shit. I just watched it, and I had a friend on my side, thankfully, and I was able to ask all the questions I needed to ask and wanted to ask, and some of them weren't even all that important, but, you know, whatever. Um, and now, yeah, I'm pretty well versed in this shit, so I could I could keep up with the references, and I know um, that Cersei ain't shit, so. Honestly, that's really all you need to know to be perfectly goddamn honest. I mean, that's really all you need to know. So, you know, what? you're doing amazing, friend. I personally am, am here for this. <laughs> I am happy. I am happy to to see you being enthralled in the Game of Thrones phenomenon with your, with your first. You swear you crystal from the read. <laughs> Cause she, cause she, she just—I think she just hopped in like last season and started from the begin, started from the from that episode. All—I mean, I think Crystal probably went back and read a lot of stuff. Crystal liked to read, but she hopped in right at that. So you know, I'm not even mad at this. I'm excited for this. I'm, I'm just—I'm I'm just here to ask y'all questions. Don't overstate my no, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm happy to be here. Yes, but also I'm mainly here to ask questions. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I am here to ask questions about everything that's going on and just be like auditory overload and sensory overload and yeah, ready to be that person that y'all start getting sick of by episode three because I'm like asking too many questions according to y'all. So anyway. Um, it's fine. But yeah, this is on. not a Game of Thrones podcast. It's coming later this week on the Flawless yes. Radio Network. Keep your, eye, uh, keep your ears tuned for that. Um, yes. But yeah, no, we're just talking about my general just sort of introduction to the show. I'm I'm kind of upset I didn't get to see but one person die, but you know. Uh, you know, an, an appetizer. An appetizer. Oh, because it's, well, def- okay. it's, it's, it's definitely coming. Listen, everybody's going to die. <laughs> Winter is here and everybody's going to die. But like Bianca said, we do have a Game of Thrones show coming up. This week premiering this week from for from flawless noises. So um get ready and winter is here and um prepare to um uh, prepare to laugh, to prepare to be informed and prepare to have a good time as we recap this final season of Game of Thrones here on Flawless Noses Media. Um speaking of uh speaking of recaps, so things happened um this weekend. Um the NBA playoffs started. I don't know who the fuck is playing. I did not pay attention to a goddamn thing this season, which is trash on my part. But, you know, sports have defeated me so much that I really just don't care anymore. And I'm dead on the inside. So good luck, everybody. I mean, Um, you you should care because basketball has been – this has been a great season. Um, Boston, Indiana game side. This has been a great season. Like, score was up, you know, activity was up. We had the stuff surrounding Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki retiring and going on that yeah. little tour. We had um, another year of LeBron Duncan all over Jordan's legacy. Mm. Take that, Jordan stands. Of course, I'm being, like, super sarcastic, but, you know, whatever. Um, I'm being sarcastic, but also fuck the Jordan stands. So. Yeah, in general, that's an evergreen statement. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, no. Um, yeah, so, so we got you know we got we got Giannis is ascent to like the face of the league. Yeah, and you know everybody thinks, oh well, he's not from the USA. Can he really be the face of the league? And the answer is yes. Dirk Nowitzki was the face of the league at some point. What the fuck are we talking about him? Yeah, he was the MVP, and he had you know he had a brief little run or whatever. The NBA was he, in a weird. The NBA was in a weird spot when when that was the case though, because it was like true, true. Kobe was like wanting it but not, and then um, LeBron wasn't quite ready for it yet, and right. then um, Tim Duncan never wanted to be you know that. And yeah, Tim Duncan was just in his Wranglers mind and his business. Shaq was off to his third team. So yeah, that was a that was a weird era. Um in terms of again, like knocking down, okay, who is the face of the league? It 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 still had Jordan Spectre kind of lingering over it because again, you had all these kind of like mics, but who you know, he's like mics but not quite. <laughs> um <laughs> potential showtime. And so now it's like, okay, no, it's clear. Like, you know, we've moved past the Jordan thing. Uh, LeBron has more or less seized this title. Um, and then, like, everybody else just kind of is in his orbit. You know, Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose. Um, God, who else? You, you know, Kobe even. Um, yeah, Kobe going out. Um, shit. KD. Kevin Durant. Um and then we, we had well, Steph kind of was the face of the league for a little bit, and then Russ had the triple-double, and it was like, oh, can he be it? But then it was like, oh, this team can't get out of the first round of the playoffs despite these gaudy stats he's putting up. So they kind of took a hit. But um, then you look at what Giannis was doing in Milwaukee, and it was just like. The fact that Giannis has people paying attention to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's weird. Like, Milwaukee, you know, they suck for a little bit at the beginning of the decade, but. Like they had Michael Red, and before that they had yeah. like Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, Glenn Robertson squad. And before that they had they had know, a squad. Some teams that you know got to the playoffs. They didn't make a whole lot of noise, but you know they were in the playoffs a lot. Like Portland and Utah are in the playoffs a lot, um, right? But they aren't teams you necessarily tune into. You just kind of flip on, and it's like, oh look, it's the third playoff game of the of the weekend, and Portland's playing against Memphis, or Utah's playing against you know whoever. Um, the, the Timberwolves or whoever, you know, whoever's in the playoffs at the time. And so it was, it was a weird era, but again, now, you know, like Giannis has people like legit, like could Milwaukee beat Golden State? <laughs> Cause it was Milwaukee who two years ago ended when Golden State opened the season, like a million and oh, it was Milwaukee who ended that uh, win streak actually. Hmm. Yeah, when Golden State started the season with them 25 games in a row, whatever it was, it was Milwaukee who gave them their first loss. So, yeah. Um, but that's, that that's the NBA. Um, that was a time. You know what? We didn't, since you brought it up, the, <sighs> Dirk and Dwayne Wade are retiring this year. And it, it, it almost don't feel right to say that we're going to have a league without Dwayne Wade and Dirk because they've been, they've been shit. Since they, you know, came into their own, like they've been Dwayne and Dirk respectively, they've been pillars of the league. I mean, for the time catches up to everybody, but I they mean, held it down. Yeah. They POP held it down. Like Dwayne, like that old what what season? That old eight oh nine season for Dwayne Wade. 
Was that yeah, when he listen. scored like 30 a game and everybody listen. was like, is Miami back because of him? I mean, they, they, they brought the title home. Was that the year that they won the championship? That no, that wasn't that. It was a couple years later. But, yeah, that year, yeah. Dwayne Wade was like – That was, was some – was a wrecking ball, yeah. That was some unworldly shit. Like, I don't – have we I, – I, I dare to say we haven't seen a single dominating season like that in a long – since then. God, shit. Have we? Coming, I mean, you um, would think – you would think like like shit has LeBron put up a season like like that since? I mean, strictly in terms of the scoring, not really. Um, in terms of like the impact, yeah. In terms of like what that team would have been, um, with him, without him, whatever. Um, certainly, but I saw a tweet, um, that said something about which player was it? Um, I'm gonna find it right now, live. In action, yeah, but because it would because it was just his scoring, like defensively, that was one of the Dwayne Wade's best years, too. Like, he was doing everything, yeah. He he carried the shit out of them, like, it was like it was something, in, like, in every sense of the word, carried them. Like, he was, do, he literally was doing everything. I think that year he had a career in. And steals shit blocks with his six four ass like like that. I mean, that gotta be embarrassing. I mean, th- and this is no shade to Dwayne Wade, but you that gotta be embarrassing here. The nigga six four just blocking your shit. <laughs> like you were thinking that of a of a of a like a wing player or a forward, like somebody like LeBron or fucking Anthony Davis or a goddamn mm. Carl Anthony Town. You got a nigga that's six four, six four like two. Six four like two eighteen sending your shit into the fucking nosebleed seats. <laughs> I just walk off the court. I'm, I'll be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Coach, enjoy, enjoy. But yeah, that oh that oh eight. I think wasn't that the year that we they named him Flash? No, he was or, Flash like his he was Flash his rookie season because I remember they played the Hornets in the playoffs that first round, and him and Lamar Odom just took turns. Um, Starting at the top of the key and abusing the shit out of Baron Davis and PJ Brown just back to back, back to back, back to back. Like Dwayne Wade, I saw against Baron Davis, boom, drive to the goal, hit the layup, and one. Lamar Odom, I saw on PJ Brown, boom, drive, make the defender, make the double. Lamar with the easy pass, dunk. They yeah. just they because Lamar because Lamar was like all of like six eleven and what and PJ like what six, PJ was six eleven. Oh, he was 6'11? Yeah. I can't remember his height. But he just had no answer for him. Yeah, P, like, yeah, PJ was a good like post defender, but he no, nah, he shouldn't have been on Lamar Odom. Handling the ball at the top of the key like a point power forward. That oof. Right. Because Lamar anyway. did everything. You know, we don't talk about how gifted Lamar Odom is is or was enough. He was a he was a special kind of guy for his time. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, 2009 was that season where he went off. LeBron wound up winning an MVP that season. The numbers are really close. Um, Dwayne Wade averaged 30. LeBron averaged 28 and a half. LeBron averaged 7 and 7. Dwayne averaged 5 and 7. Um, they were basically even on blocks per game. LeBron mm. had fewer turnovers. LeBron shot better from the field. Mm. Overall, um, Dwayne Wade had the steals and the blocks on him. Um, 
Oh, wasn't that the season that Braun carried literally carried the Cavs to a sweep against the Spurs? Uh, no, that was the that was the year that they won sixty six games, but they lost to the Magic because the Magic was just the Magic. They were a matchup nightmare for the for the Cavs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, were, that was the year that the Magic was, was to the finals. Yeah, so that was the year that so LeBron James was playing one forward position, and I want to say Anton Jameson was playing the other forward position. Yeah, maybe? yeah. Yeah, let me just double check that. Hang tight. Um, 2008, 2009. No, he was on Washington that year. Uh, he was on Cleveland the next season. That was the year Cleveland got bounced out of the playoffs um, in the second round against the Celtics, and, and LeBron left. But who was the other starting forward that year? It wasn't Varajal. He was playing center. Um, it wasn't Z, was it? Z was like the backups. Uh, Z was the starting center, and then Varajal was like the right. backup center. Ben Wallace was also on that team. Wow, this mm. team! God damn, no wonder they lost. <laughs> so okay, real quick, that team had Mo Williams and Delonte West playing guards. Mm. It had LeBron James playing the three. It had Ilgowska starting at center, but then Ben Wallace started fifty-three games, and this Varajal started forty-two games because of various injuries. Sasha Pavlovich started 12 games. Wally Serbiak played 20 minutes a game off the bench. Booby Gibson played 23 minutes a game off the bench. Joe Smith played 20 minutes a game off the bench. So they basically had no second forward. So what happened was Orlando basically told Jameer Nelson and Vince Carter to go spot up in the corners, and we are going to get the ball to whichever forward LeBron James is not guarding because Rashad Lewis and Hito Turkoglu could both handle the rock and they could yeah. both create shots. They could both, you know, get easy dump offs to Dwight Howard. So they basically said, "All right, whoever LeBron's guarding, get you know, get the ball out of his hands, get it over to the other forward, and just let him take him off the dribble." So you absolute matchup nightmare. That's why they got Anton James in the fact because he was a four. He was a three who could play the four, and could thus help like stop teams that had two ball handling forwards on it. Um, because the problem with Delonte West and Mo Williams is. In that era, you couldn't necessarily switch them onto one of those forwards because then you'd have like Vince Carter being guarded by like Ben Wallace. And right. You know, Ben Wallace, defensive player of the year, you know, great talent, but I don't think you want him guarding Vince Carter 28 feet away from the basket. Absolutely not. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, looking back like they were, yeah, not a lot, yeah, they was a they, ooh, yeah, they was a matchup nightmare. See, that's why in the playoffs, uh, you know. Special cases notwithstanding, that's why in the playoffs it's really about matchups. And you can't, I don't like you could be like a 70 win team, but you catch the right team that just match like you do not stack up against at all. And yeah, you could be in for an early round exit. Yep, so yeah, no, that happened to that LeBron team, but yeah, that 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 Heat team, I think. I remember right. I mean, they had like a big turnaround because they won like no games the year before because Wade sat out most of that season. Um, and then they wound up, um, they wound up winning more than half the games that season. But I don't remember if they made the playoffs. And I think at that time it was like, if you're not a one seed or a two seed, you're not the MVP. Yeah. They looked at it as, oh, all your stats are empty numbers, quote unquote, which is mm. just. Horrible thing, you know, whatever, but right. Whew. 
Yeah. Oh, and then so, yeah, they, they lost to the Hawks in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, that that okay. Oh, um, oh, poor Dwayne. He didn't deserve that. Yeah, he went seven games. Ooh, yeah. So this is a this is a great segue. So in game one, the Heat scored sixty four points. In game seven, the Heat scored seventy eight points. In game four, the Heat scored 71 points. It was a home game, mind you. Yikes. Yeah, so three times the series, they were held under 80. Now, in two of their wins, they held the Hawks under 80. And then one of their wins, Atlanta won with 81 points. But I say this all to say, I say this all to say that this uh, whole thing is a callback, basically, um, for this Boston Indiana series because the final score in that game was 84 to 74. Yeah. I don't even remember who the fuck the Hawks had. Because I think I, was that back when Mike Wilson, stupid ass, who was starting Mike Bibby over fucking Jeff T, which he should have been fired for that. But that's, you know, my blood pressure rising again. But like, I think we, nigga, because I think we had like, Let's take a look. So y'all had here's the here's the I just pulled up one of the box scores. Y'all starters was Mike Bibby and Joe Johnson at the guards, um, Josh Smith and Maurice Evans at the forwards, and then Al Horford. Fuck, we still had Maurice Evans. (laughs) Yes. Maurice Evans, by the way, in this random box score, I pulled up one for five from three. Oh yeah, he couldn't shoot a <laughs> hell no, he couldn't shoot a three. Listen, half of the half of the goddamn um half of the goddamn foundation for the the, uh, the Hawks new stadium was made from the bricks that Josh Smith and Maurice Evans shot from three. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cause woo, child, they were some non-shooting ass niggas. Man, I don't understand these lineups y'all playing. Al Hofer played eleven minutes in this random game I pulled up. It was game five from the series. Played 11 minutes. He shot one shot and took two free throws. Finished plus 13 in the game, mind you. Um, but Ronald Murray, remember him? Yes, I do. Yeah. Played the flip Murray played 34 minutes. <laughs> flip Murray played 34 minutes. Uh Zaza Pachulia played most of the minutes at the big at the five spot. Um mm-hmm. and then uh two names that I'm sure is gonna bring up bad memories for you. Solomon Jones and Mario West also played. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Played Ooh, a comfortable number of minutes, 13 and 11 respectively. Uh, why? Why? Wow. Whew. Mm, mm. Dark times, dark times. I mean, we. I mean, the house is start, sorry now, but at least they fun sorry. Like, back then, they was just... They were so boring. They were, they, were, they were good. They were effective at like getting wins, but they were so boring. Very, very boring. Very, very boring. Now, like we now we trash, but like we fun trash. Like it's fun seeing Trey Young do his thing. Mm-hmm. Like and, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be something um, in the future, but he, he ain't there yet. But he's gonna be something in the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. But who that bring back memories? That was a bit. We paid Joe Johnson all the money. <laughs> American dream, baby. Ski mask, Joe. We paid that nigga. We paid that nigga more than LeBron. What the fuck? 
There was a point in time, ladies and gentlemen, where Joe Johnson was making more than LeBron James. He won free agency that summer. He made more than Kobe. He made more than everybody. He made more than Kobe and Le- Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. Joe Johnson made more money than both of them niggas. You think about that, ladies and gentlemen. When you <laughs> when you think just when you when you think you can't scam the system. Think you know, about since, Joe this since this ain't a show about really nothing anyway, we just talking. Let me pull Joe Johnson's year by year salaries. Um, yes. He played. He played until last season. He uh, didn't catch on with the team at the age of thirty six, but they well, would have been age of thirty seven. Um, so let me scroll on down to the bottom of his Wikipedia. All right, Joe Johnson's salaries. Hmm, let's, let's go. go. So his first four years, he was on his rookie deal. He was the tenth overall pick, I want to say, in the draft. Tenth overall pick, two thousand one. Yeah, because the Suns drafted him, didn't they? The Celtics did, and then they traded him oh, for one year. Okay. Um, so rookie salary, you know, whatever. Um, and then remember, he signed with the Hawks in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. When staying in Phoenix would have been the right thing for him to do, I think. Anyway. Um, yeah, signed with the Hawks because I think he felt like he wasn't going to be like the on the ball presence that he felt he should have been because Steve Nash. Then Steve Nash made that engine run, but yeah. Joe Johnson was a great secondary. Like like if Joe Johnson's your second ball handler, you're in great shape. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to he wanted to be the star of the show, and in two thousand six two thousand five two thousand six season, he signed a five year seventy million dollar contract with the Hawks. This is bringing up very bad memories, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, this, this contract increased ten percent every season. Um, well, actually, increased about seven and a half percent every season. Just looking at the numbers here. Um, in the final year of that deal, he made almost fifteen million. And then summer twenty ten hits, and Joe Johnson signs the big was a five year like a hundred and. I can't even do the math on this shit. It's like five years, 105 million, looks like. 105 million. Because that was when he re-signed with Atlanta, right? In fact, let me look. Six years, 124. Sorry. $124 million. What? <laughs> that, that was the re-sign deal, right? That was a re-sign. That was the second up. That was the second re-up with Atlanta. Again, that was 2010-2011. You know how many seasons he played in Atlanta after he signed that contract? Yeah, I don't forget. Two. Two. Right. <laughs> you talk about a fucking finesse. Atlanta was so goddamn. Played two seasons, and he was traded to the Nets for the following package of assets. Jordan Fulmar, Anthony Morrow, Johan Petro, Deshaun Stevenson, Jordan Williams, 2013 first round pick, 2017 second round pick. Okay. Get it all in one breath. Oh, God. I just. I, and despite that, Atlanta kept going to the playoffs. It's weird. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Didn't make. I, th- I don't think we ever got past the. I made I it to the conference finals that one year when we all won like 18 games in a row. Um, yeah. And Cleveland. Yeah, he, he continued. He went on the ski mask, Joe, the Brooklyn Nets, and then he signed. 
So he got waived by the Nets in 2016 because he was not playing that good. And then he signed that little deal with the Heat. Um, February 27th, so about a month and a half before the playoffs started. And he got 414000 from the Heat for that. This nigga, this, listen, Joe Johnson is the American dream. Joe Johnson played 24 games for the Miami Heat, and he got a contract of $418,000. Listen, Ski Mask Joe, that he is the. You that talk is 17 about, grand a game. Listen, you talk about. Will you talk about. You know what? Joe, Joe Johnson is walking reparations. He is walking reparations. He listen. I know. I know Joe Johnson voted for Cory Booker. I just know he is. <laughs> yeah, Joe Johnson joined that Miami Heat squad. Immediately went to become like Jack it up Joe. He um, in thirty two minutes scored thirteen points a game on ten shots a game. <laughs> three point six assists, one steal, two just shy of three rebounds, and less than two turnovers a game. It's okay, he wasn't giving the ball up. He his his turnover numbers have been low throughout his career. Um, yeah, Joe don't turn ball. He he never has turned his ball his career ball. high was three point three turnovers per game with Atlanta in the year that he played forty minutes a game, and that was his first year in the system. So it makes the kind of sense. Just had the ball in his hands a whole bunch, but uh huh. Because yeah, because basically the offense was like give it to Joe. ISO that's what the ISO Joe. That's where mm-hmm. it came from. Because that was basically all fucking offense. Give the ball to Joe, which which ISO Joe. It, it it has its pros, but it also has its cons. But the thing is, when you don't have no fucking shooters around him, when his only other shooter is fucking Josh Smith, <laughs> like it's a recipe for fucking disaster. Oh. oh By the way, five time All Star with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was his career? What was his his scoring averages? I forget. Um, so his scoring averages for the seven seasons he played Atlanta were 20 points per game on 17 shots per game, including five threes per game. Um, he got to the line at a surprisingly low rate, actually. He took four free throws a game in that era, um, which is weird because he could hit his free throws. He just didn't attack the basket like that, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, five assists, four rebounds, one steal. Um, Two and a half turnovers, two fouls for those thirty-eight minutes per night. Um, yeah, because we played him. We played him a lot. We played the shit out of Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. the four seasons think- in Phoenix, including what uh, two in which he was a part-time player, one and a half in which he was a part-time player, fourteen, four and three on twelve on thirteen shots a game. Um, Assistant rebound numbers, about comparable. Turnover numbers, files, about comparable. Um, but, yeah, Joe Johnson, again, was the guy who played basketball as if it were his side job. So, shout out to him. Mm. He, too, is somebody He too is somebody else who didn't really like his job but kept getting promoted. Are we saying that uh, he is, he's Joe Snow? Yeah, Joe Snow. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> he is Joe Snow. <laughs> We got a shit. We done pulled like eight show titles out of this shit already. Yeah, I mean we're doing amazing. So, but I the fact that this conversation all stemmed from us reminiscing on on Dwayne Wade, but it's fine. 
That's that's cool. We're talking about some basketball. Uh, we haven't talked much about the playoffs uh, because right. Joe Johnson's former team, the Brooklyn Nets, are back in the playoffs. They were horrible which was, for the most which part was, while he was there. Which was surprising as fuck to me. I that the Nets first of all that the Nets were still with us. Second of all that the Nets are in the playoffs. Yeah, it was a rough era. Um, dark times, dark times. Good luck, everybody. Because they had the year where they had Jason Kidd as the coach, and they lost in the semifinals. Mm. That was twenty fourteen. That um, was so damn stupid because it's like Jason Kidd was coaching like niggas that he just finished playing with. <laughs> like the fuck? How the fuck you gonna have Jason Kidd coaching fucking Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce? Which, by the way, since we pulled up, are you gonna do it? You gonna do it? I would just like to say fuck Paul Pierce and everything <laughs> that he stands for. <laughs> I would like to fuck Paul, fuck his fuck, fuck his facial hair, fuck his suits, fuck his beady ass eyes, fuck his fuck his receding hairline, fuck his points, fuck his career, fuck his ring, fuck the car that he drive. I know he drive. I know he drive a bullshit car. I just know he do. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck the coffee that he that, fuck fuck him as an analyst. Fuck him at which use an analyst very very loosely. Um, fuck his. Oh, you, you mean you mean you didn't like Paul Pierce from half court dribbling, staying in the Al Harrington's eyes, just dribbling, chewing his gum, talking Lit. shit. Fuck his pull up three. You, you, didn't, you didn't you didn't appreciate Paul Pierce for that. No, I did not. Fuck his handles. Fuck his socks. Fuck his jersey. Fuck his shoes. I don't even know the nigga had shoes, but if he did, fuck them too. Um, I don't think he ever had a signature shoe. Because he a bitch ass nigga, but that's neither <laughs> him. <laughs> but that's neither him Listen, fuck. Wait, Paul do you Pierce. do you hate Paul Pierce because he got carried out on a wheelchair that time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. That is absolutely what I will never forget it. Game whatever the fuck it was against the Hawks when we got destroyed. But then you know what? That's fucking fine. Well, correction. The games I, the games were competitive in Atlanta. Boston, I don't know what the fuck. Maybe we got, I don't know, maybe the fuck, maybe them niggas forgot how to play when they got near the cold and racism. I don't know, whatever the fuck. But anyway, i never forget it. As a matter of fact, I think it was fucking game seven. Game seven, that motherfucker got hurt, got carried out in a fucking wheelchair, went back to the locker room, came back and bust two threes like it was shit. Fuck Paul Pierce. I have hated that nigga ever since then. Fuck him. Fuck everything that he believe. Fuck everything that he stand for. I hope the nigga. I hope the nigga stub his toe every goddamn day that he wakes up. Fuck his patchy ass special hell. That shit look like some parsley. Fuck him. Fuck Paul Pierce. Goddamn it. Had the audacity to say that he was better than Dwayne Wade. Bitch, where? Where? You been hanging around Boston too goddamn. Don't nobody fuck with Paul Pierce outside of Boston, and even then, it's probably just the white folks. Don't know real niggas fuck with Paul Pierce. You ain't never heard nobody say, you know what? I wonder what the fuck Paul Pierce thinking. Don't nobody give a fuck. When the last time Paul Pierce hit a shot, you know? Don't nobody give a fuck about it. I, 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 I guarantee you, ask any nigga in the NBA, do they want to hang out with Paul Pierce? And they'll look at you like how goddamn Drogan was looking at Daenerys and John kissing the shit. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Fuck Paul Pierce is what I'm trying to say. God damn it. Oh, so that was in the finals. That was game one of the finals when they won it. Um, well, when they finally made it back, I should say. Um, and they won it. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so here, this this might be uh, aesthetically pleasing to you, man. 
There is a theory that goes that Paul Pierce needed that wheelchair because he is shit as shorts. <laughs> you know what? That makes me feel a lot better about it. <laughs> you know what? If you had if he had to go out on a wheelchair because he shit his drawers, that's fine. You know what? Um you know what? It's still fuck him, but I'm cool with that because that's humiliating. I, you know what? Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So it, it. Okay. So the way that went, um, I'm just reading an article about it. Uh, Paul Pierce is guarding Kobe. Um, they set a screen. Pierce went under the screen. Um, Kobe drove to the basket. He took a shot con- uh, contested by Pierce, and Paul Pierce. Went down to the ground, crumpled to the floor, stayed there, writhing in apparent pain. Um, and so the questions go, hey, did he come down on Kenshin Perkins' foot? Did he tear a ligament in his knee? Was he just like off balance when he landed? You know, did he roll an ankle? Whatever happened, the trainer called for the wheelchair. Um, trick-or-treat Tony and Big Red Scalabrini carried him to it. And then he gets pushed away. <laughs> and... Five minutes later, he came skipping out of the tunnel back into the game. And then they won the game. Um, okay, so he did this shit twice because he definitely did that against the Hawks, too. So he did it twice, them, them same playoffs. <laughs> so fuck him. Yeah, the official story goes that he thought he heard a pop, thought he felt pain, thought he blew his ACL out, which, you know, is that happens. I had that happen to me. I was following my own shot, and when I jumped to go get the ball, um, the other player who jumped at the same time to get the ball for me got me, like, in the shin. And when I came down, it was like, oh, shit, that's my knee. And we had to stop the game and get me the fuck out of there. But good luck, everybody. But, <clears throat> but yeah, my if you know me, you know my rage for Paul Pierce knows no bounds. I hate – he just – he a lame-ass nigga. <laughs> Lame ass nigga, like it's just certain niggas where it's like you. I mean, you know what? He a lame corny nigga, but he has no redeemable qualities. Because I mean, Jalen, uh, Jalen Rose, he corny, but at least the nigga has some redeeming qualities. At least the nigga know basketball. Paul Pierce just get up there. He Paul Pierce just one of them niggas where it's like, oh, you played in the NBA, and you got a ring, so let's ask you for your opinions. But he don't add no con, like no constructive, like. Analytic perspective to the game. He just an old nigga talking. Don't nobody want to listen to that shit. That's we got Charles Barkley for that. The lane has already been filled. He just a lame ass nigga. And like Charles Barkley is a whole ass cool, but at least he's cooler than Paul Pierce. Which, as you as a nigga, you have to be absolutely something. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> I wish we could make this, this. I wish we could make this the show art for this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Okay, I, I see why they had that theory. Cause it definitely looked like yeah, doo doo down the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Fuck you, Paul Pierce. But yeah, his analysis don't be good and shit. Like Jalen Rose, he corny, but he good at his job. God damn it. Yeah, I can, I can, I can deal with. Um, I can deal with Jalen Rose. He's cool. He's from Detroit. I, I like people from Detroit in general. So, fair, fair, fair. But fuck Paul Pierce is what I'm trying to say. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that fuck nigga. Paul fuck Paul Pierce. Fuck Paul Pierce. Fuck Paul. You, 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 that's what you need. You need the uh, you need the fuck Steph Curry mix to fuck Paul Pierce. Um, uh, remember that that was a time. That I was a, that was a weird time. That was strange. Yeah, it was strange. It was. Because that shit, because it, it got to a point where, okay, with how hot, but then, like, if you go through the rest of the song, that dude was getting wild, problematic, and weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. And also, the production of the song was just lame as hell, too. So, strange times. It was, it's a the video. Was, the video was whimsically goofy, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's an evil world we live in. We evolved past that shit. We we better humans for it now. Um, well, not all of us, because Reggie Bush out here scamming. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my I mean, god. the segue was just right there. I could not say it. Oh my god! He's Reggie Bush been a fuck nigga his whole life. He really has. I mean, we we really have to be honest about it. He he broke up with Kim Kardashian and went and married the most Kim Kardashianist looking chick he could find. <laughs> It's like, nigga, you clearly have a type. So it was weird because, like, it's the kind of thing you do, like, when when you have a friend who passes unexpectedly and suddenly or whatever. You're like, ah, oh, you know, we got to help raise money, you know, for the family. You know, it's unexpected. They didn't have a life insurance policy. I've seen this happen more than once. I've kicked a little bit of Same. money in there some of those. Same. It's like, hey, like, you, you know, your family's under duress. Here's, here's a quick 10. Like, whatever. I'm not going to miss it. It's not hurting me. And um, however, however, Nipsey like Nipsey don't come from money, obviously, but he has made money certainly. Um, yes. If the house he and if the house in the hills he had was any indication, he he's gotten his hands on money. Lauren London certainly, um, you know, through her work has money, and I'm certain, you know, is certainly grieving right now, and I don't think it's gonna stop her money flow necessarily, but like. They're gonna be all right. I feel like um, I think Correct. that's a good general statement to make. They're gonna be all right. But Correct. Reggie Bush took it upon himself to say, "Hey, I'm gonna put down 10k. Y'all give the other 90k. We gonna make 100k. We can donate it to the kids." And like, the whole family like, was like, "No, you don't gotta do that. We good." Like nigga, what kind of money marketing ass kid is you, <laughs> Reggie? What the fuck? What the fuck did you do, Reggie? Like, this is the thing. And this is and I'm not saying this as any shade or disrespect to Lauren or the kids or what Nip what Nip said and and Lauren, you know, like like you said, they're gonna be good and this, and this is no shade of disrespect. But Reggie, you expect for ordinary working ass people to make a trust fund. For kids who are going to be wealthier than a lot of the people that are donating. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Reggie, are you smoking, Reggie? Like, what are you doing? Them kids going to be okay, man. And again, this this is this is all truth, no shade. Like, it, 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 they going to be all right. Like, they going to be good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Reggie, you asking people, you asking people to, who probably, who may, maybe like, 29k a year 
to donate to kids who are going to have twice as much, if not more than that, in their lifetime. Reggie, what the fuck are you thinking? What you doing? And then the family asked, the family literally told you, no, nah, we good. Like, we, I'm good. We good, love, enjoy. And your ass still got the shit up. What did you doing, Reggie? I kind of want to peek in and see, like, is, is people still donating to this bullshit? Or did he delete the tweet? Let's right. see. So as of seven forty-five uh, Pacific time, I am going to Reggie Bush's Twitter page. Reggie, I swear to God, if you hadn't deleted this shit by now, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> Reggie, Reggie, please, I'm away to with Beta Brooklyn. I want to see if he really this goddamn stupid. Maybe I should be more specific in my search. Uh, let's see. He, he might have deleted the shit by now. He should have. I sure hope so. Because if he hasn't, Lord have mercy, Jesus. I almost made a really fucked up joke. <laughs> almost made a really fucked up joke. But this is not Ratchet Ramblers. This is not the format. <laughs> okay, so that's, I just read an article that said it was a debacle. So maybe it's gone now. Um, well, good for him because nigga, <laughs> that was a terrible look, Reggie. A very terrible look. But we've been going for a minute, so let's take a break and play some ads, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. And we are back to the crown and to the collars. Um. We are about to wrap up um, because we have something else that we have to do tonight. So um, we did this last week, um, and it felt good doing it again. So we are going to make an effort to bring back this segment. We are going to start routinely doing Craigslist Misconnections again. The return of the Crown of Collars Misconnections segment has returned for good. We We bike at it. So... We <laughs> we are doing these from Philadelphia because the 76ers took that L in the play in the playoffs this week. So come on, sound effects. <laughs> so uh, we doing these from Philly, and um, I got uh, I got three in the possible. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how time plays. <clears throat> All right, let's simply be. Buddies with benefits. First of all, let me let me tell y'all something. Shut up, nigga, shut up. <laughs> First of all, let me tell y'all something. This goddamn title has so many grammatical like they have like quotes, but like the damn near like the whole first bar is quotes. Then with the simply let's be. Then they have a bracket, they have a closing uh opening bracket and a closing bracket with quotes in the brackets <laughs> then a bunch of commas then they get to the whip benefit parts then they close it out with the same number of quotes they had before the list so this shit got red squiggly lines written all the fuck over it like somebody's English teacher would not be pleased with this goddamn grandma <laughs> but here we go <clears throat> huge sports activities recreation 
Yeah, I'll, I'll read these as is. So I know we haven't done these in a while, but just remember, I'll read these as the fuck is. So here we go. <clears throat> Huge sports activities, recreation on, question mark. We could watch it collectively. New massive movie popping out, question mark. We got to see it, exclamation. You're feeling attractive and no, they do not. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. First of all, first of all, they do not use the, the right your. So that's number one. And two, I was not expecting that. I was trying to get through the whole thing when I left. But bitch, bitch you gonna ask me do I feel attractive? What? Okay, 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 I gotta finish. <clears throat> You're feeling attractive? Question mark. Don't fear, bud. I can deal with that for you. That's what's that's what authentic pals with advantages is all about. If one of us desires to get laid, the alternative spoils them. You down? Question mark. Message my G underscore M underscore L underscore at I'm not gonna read that shit out loud. Um the end. So first and foremost, <laughs> this is <laughs> I'm sorry, I let the soundboard do all the talking for me on that one. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> how you trying to have, how you trying to be, as you call it, buzz with benefits of somebody that you got to question, do they feel attracted? What kind of low self-esteem friend ass <laughs> What's wrong with you? You trying to get somebody that, do you? Hey, they're trying to get somebody that, like, you know, like those campaign ads, like at one in the morning, when they be like, Do you care about your family? Is health care important to you? Like, they're trying to do this. Do you feel fine? Do some days you just feel like your eyebrows are just on fleek? Do you feel like sometimes that wig don't curl all the way over? I am the person for you, pal. What? <laughs> you friend, you goddamn music soul child ass man. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my god. You are going you going to jail. <laughs> you you going to jail. You going to jail for praying on you are going to jail for praying on the low self esteem, you motherfucker. You okay, <clears throat> next misconnection. Blondie walking her dog. I'm the 44-year-old thin guy walking the white golden retriever. You look amazing in those jeans. Why did genuine part into my head? <laughs> For the first time ever, I was willing to do as... Bitch, what? <laughs> okay, hold on, okay. For the first time ever, I was willing to do as you wanted me to, and you being a total stranger... You're, and they do not use the right you're, you're going to be a very pleased chick, and they spell chick, <laughs> they spell chick K-H-I-K. Kick. Kick. <laughs> ain't, ain't that an app? Anyway, if you invite me in, like the beginning to every poem, the end, what kind of goddamn nigga ass haiku, haiku is this? It's a chick. 
Bitch, what, I feel I feel like I've been saying that all all day. But what nigga? What kind of goddamn tales from the haiku ass? <laughs> you look good in them. Wow, oh my god! What kind Whoa. of what, what kind of what kind of rough draft of in those jeans by Gene? <laughs> he probably went home and turned that song on when he was uh, writing this ad. Yeah, absolutely. And that shit on repeat. I, no, he ain't even listen. He probably didn't even turn on like the official version. He probably turned on like a karaoke version. You hit, you get on YouTube <laughs> oh that, won't get, that won't get you sued or some shit. Like what the fuck? What are you going to jail? Like <laughs> the answer to all these misconnections is you going to jail <laughs> that way. All right, next misconnection: <clears throat> Comcast installer. You were so patient and kind. Writing down instructions for me so I can remember then with the kids are screaming. Again, I'm reading these as is. You are so much younger than me, and I have and I never fall for younger guys. But I'm so sad I didn't slip you my number. I think we could have had a lot of fun. If you were If you remember the thick, desperate divorced mom you helped, <laughs> say when it was. <laughs> Listen, we stay out of self-awareness. <laughs> if you remember the desperate chick with the fat ass, <laughs> Listen. What the fuck we're talking about? This is what we. This is the fuck. We, this this is why we need this segment like back in the regular rotation. Yes, we're this, this, this is what the misconnections is all about. Come on with this self drag, like, <laughs> like I know I'm desperate on writing this shit on Craigslist. <laughs> Come on with the self awareness. Listen, I stand because most of the time, <laughs> most of the time these misconnections they be writing this shit without any hint of irony. Like they be writing this shit like they not desperate. So the fact that this woman had enough self-awareness to be like, listen, listen, I am 44. I'm a cat lady. I killed all the cats. I don't go nowhere. I go to the supermarket and back. I just need some dick. And I'm desperate for dick. And I'm writing this shit on Craigslist. The fact that she was self-aware enough to not pretend that she not desperate, I respect it. Uh, she, she knew herself. She was like, am I really the accountable person who needs to write this? And then her answer to herself was... Yes. <laughs> All right. I just, I just, oh my God. I am picturing her being a Brenda, um, mm -hmm. which is the, which is basically the, the, the woman version of the gym. Um, because again, yeah. she needed the help with like the Wi Fi instructions. So you can tell mm -hmm. he probably wrote that shit down on like one of those magnets that you keep on the fridge. Yeah, you know, like with the notepad on it for like groceries and shit. It's like, no, no, this is your Wi-Fi code. You need to tape this onto the side of the fridge. So right. like people coming into the house can see it so you don't have to read them these random digits all the time. They just got it right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, last misconnection. <clears throat> you showed up, but trailing dots, question mark. You came to my spot, but didn't knock and pulled away after a few minutes. Maybe you had second thoughts or nervous. First time at a GH. I don't know what GH means. If you see this, hit me up. Also looking for other, also looking for other hung males to visit. The end. All right, time to find out what a GH is. 
Yes, let's 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 see what GH means. Glory hole. Wow. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) 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 This gives an entirely new context to this misconnection. Okay. Well. Well, I I see why they were nervous now. (laughs) Okay. Talk about using that. (laughs) Talk about talk about appropriate use of sound effects. Whoa! Talk now. That is the blinking white man personified right there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm upset that I learned that this way. (laughs) Right. Yeah, didn't knock, left after a few minutes. Okay, that makes a kind of sense, yeah. Just walk in, you know, you hit a door shut. And then, next thing you know is, and then I still need to do this. Don't want to do this. And then you realize, maybe I don't want to do this, because... Oh, brother, this guy stinks! By the way, shout out to the Bodega Boys two times for the... uh, for the random drops and the soundboard here that I'm employing for I was gonna say that you be sure that I am I am cribbing the shit out of, but it it, it fits for this segment of the show. Um, yeah, it really, it really do. Yeah, for this segment it really do. And but, yeah, I, I I am still working on the Crown and Collins soundboard. It's it's coming and it's not gonna incorporate probably any of these. Like maybe the air horns and the 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 law and order joint, but that's probably about it. Um Oh my God! Ah, oof. Well, um, good luck, everybody. Uh, <laughs> woo. Mm. Well, um, whew. that is, yeah, I think I, I think that is a great note to leave out on the misconnections. Man, oh, oh man, I missed this segment. I really it, 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 Oh God, it's the best. Um, Tiger so Woods. Won his first oh. major in yeah. a decade. Won his first masters in 14 years. And he's now sitting at 15 majors. Just the, record three. Is eight. the record is 18. Yeah, just three shots on Jack Nicholas. Which it listen, that first of all, first of all, me and Bianca were talking about this pregame. This just reminds me that Tiger's old as fuck. Yeah. Uh, which in turn reminds me that we are old as fuck. Because Tiger ain't won a Masters in like damn near three presidential terms. Like, let that sink in. It's been at least three, at least three motherfuckers that done exchanged um, hands since fucking Tiger won a Masters or, or a major in general. Because it's been, a, I mean, he don't won little small tournaments here and there, but like far as a a, a big one. He ain't want like we were still in the we were still in Afghanistan when when he won. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man, fuck! I yeah, no, good for him. I mean, I don't know if this is a signal that Tiger's back. It just means he's here now. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna make a grand proclamation about it. I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he won. I know people are conflicted because, you know, he's a he's a flawed person who treated people kind of poorly and yeah. didn't make 
sound decisions when on the human side of things many times in his life. Yep. But you know, it's 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 a relatively easy line to draw in terms of the notion of, oh well, you know, he cheated on his woman and she hit him with the golf club, but she hit the back window out with the golf club, she him. And then the next thing you know, Tiger sucks and then he gets caught sleeping at the wheel at a red light because he was on some controlled substance that included drowsiness as a side effect. Um, so it was it was a lot. And you know, he had the knee stuff and he had the back stuff and he had the to a lesser extent the wrist the wrist stuff. And you know, now we're here. And I don't know, it's, it's it makes golf more exciting when Tiger's like relevant because yes. you know keep it all the way live. We don't pay as much attention when um when Tiger's, Tiger's not, not as good. Right. And it and it kind of it's I mean it, it's fucked up, but it is what it is. And there have been good golfers since like this hiatus from well, I won't say hiatus, but like Tiger's fall from like dominance to you know what he is now. There have been good up and coming like golfers. It's just we don't give a fuck because Tiger ain't Tiger like he used to be. I mean, it is what it is. The game is the game. Yeah, it's good to have. Yeah, it's good to have him like having people. Talking about him and, and like and talking about golf, yeah, you know, and because Tiger was golf, yeah, you know, so and like he was golf in a way that, like I said, because there's been good golfers in this like period of time, but none of them you would say is like the face of golf or had that like had that it factor where it's like you think of golf and you think of this person. Like when you thought of golf, you thought of Tiger. Like he. Had a whole fucking video game by which I had, by the way. But like he was, he was. I didn't have because I didn't have a system, but I played him a lot. Yes, yes, yes. They woke, but you know, like this man was golfing, and you know things happened, and like I said, he was far from a he, he was a flawed human being, you know, and shit happened, and but it's good to see people talking about golfing. It's good to see people talking about Tiger again in a. At least in the sports realm, in a positive light again. So, good for Tiger. And uh, speaking of good, I think, friend, I think we did what we came here to do. Indeed. Um, yeah. So, thank y'all for joining us here for another episode where we just mainly talked about throwback basketball uh, from an era that has since passed. Uh, I'm Bianca. He's Jeremy. This is episode number two hundred one. We kind of back into that whole we just talking format, not really doing the whole topic thing. We got the misconnections back for y'all. Um, because they came back and like we were doing them for a little bit, but then they were kind of weak, so it was like, eh, we, we gotta we gotta give the people some time to kind of goof off with this shit a little bit more. And I think <laughs> we're there now. So <clears throat> yes, yes. But um, thank you so much for for listening. Um, make sure you are using the hashtag Crown of Collars when you're live listening. Also use the hashtag F FM um FNM um Pod. Uh, FNM Media Pub when you're listening so not only you can let us know but also let the network know as a whole thank you for supporting the network perch some merch we will have we will have some Crown of College merch coming soon um, I have to get with Candace and um, rough draft some merch but we're going to get that soon um, but perch some network merch um, I recently purchased a Flawless Noises Media shirt which should be shipping sometime this week um so and it's it's good quality um 
Candace is doing amazing with these designs for these shirts, so look out for that. Um, and yeah, everything, any, anything monetary that you help via the network, it is going to stuff that we are trying to do. Um, still trying to get the live showcasing, so that's that. Um, also, make sure you're becoming a patron for bonus hashtag content. Um, if you want to hear me be a grumpy, old, drunk, um, shady, but also funny um, and pure niggerdom ass nigga, uh, check out Back with Burn Book. Also, check out Bring It Bike with me and Bianca, which we about to get the fuck off of here and do something for that. So, um, yeah. Thank you all for supporting. Make sure you're supporting all the shows on Flawless Noises. And make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Make sure you leave a rating and review however you listen to your podcast. And Bianca, if you don't have anything else, uh, we out of here. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, let's uh, wrap the show right there. Bye, y'all. Peace.